Yes Fit. I'm back. Coach Cece here, and I've got some fun, interesting facts for you. Quick little tips on how to decipher what body type you fall into and how to work out most effectively and tweak your dieting so that you're getting the right amount of calories, the right amount of macros. We're not going to dive a whole lot deeper into this for this episode, but if you have more questions about this after this episode, feel free to shoot a message, comment, all those fun things. You know where to find us. So let's go ahead and dive on in. When we think about body types, we always tend to think curvy, straight, rectangle, pear shape, you know, all those different norms that society has given us. But this time, I want you to think about actually Sonoma types. So these are body types that are based off of how our body processes our food. And so there's three main categories that we're going to talk about today. So the first one is an ectomorph. And I know that kind of sounds like an alien name, but bear with me. Ectomorphs are long and lean. They tend to not hold on to a lot of body fat, very little muscle as well. They also have a hard time gaining weight overall, tends to be categories like basketball players or even models. Think of that very lean build. Runners can fall into this category very, very often. Um, We like to think, well, they have it easy, right? Genetically blessed. But um, on contraire, a lot of people have a very, you know, small bone frame. And so they have this narrow chest. A lot of females can't put on the curves that are normally aesthetically pleasing to the modern society. So And it's also harder, a lot harder for them to build muscle. So those are a few of their challenges. So if that sounds like you, welcome. Congratulations to the ectomorphs. If you are an endomorph, you're like, that sounds absolutely nothing like me, then chances are you're an endomorph. They are people who tend to hold on to lots of body fat, lots of muscle. They can gain weight very, very easily. If you think of the offensive line of a football team, probably a lot of endomorphs up in there, right? So heavy, strong, like ox kind of individuals with proper training, Um Also, just because they tend to hold on to body fat, that doesn't mean they're always overweight. If you think of curvier people, um, Marilyn Monroe being, you know, an iconic one, that's going to be somebody that has that hourglass figure that just got a little bit more mass in all the different places, right? So that is more like the endomorphs. And if you think that neither of those two are you, then you're probably right in between, which is the category of the mesomorphs. So it's an athletic, like long, but strong, solid build. So you think of like that very square, almost rectangular, lean muscle, um, not terribly underweight, but also takes a while to put on muscle, takes a lot of consistency to get there. Um, Think of a lot of those athletes. It it takes effort to do both. It's a lot of calorie control. It's a lot of changing in the macros and what you're eating in order to produce any results, any dramatic differences from your current state. So for for mesomorphs, it's hard because even though we like, again, they have it easy because if they're just built strong and they're built, you know, lean, that's easy. They don't have to do anything. However, it is harder to create any kind of change. And so for them and their regimen, it, it almost constantly feels like a battle of plateaus. So those are the the three main ones. An important note here is that 
most people in some aspects, we all have some sort of version of the two or three, right? Like, so if you were to kind of compare everything and every single trait of all of them, you might have a little bit here, a little bit there, sprinkled throughout. But what I want you to think about is where you fall into the majority. Like, where does it sound like you looking in the mirror? If you had to pick three like super strong attributes. Are you lean? Are you curvy? Are you somewhere in between? Right? So those three will kind of help you determine the base. Diving in deeper to what can we do and how can we take our diet and our exercise and apply it effectively for these body types, right? So going back to ectomorphs, right? As someone who's constantly burning calories, you need to eat a lot of calories. So if you're that lean, slim body and you're trying to put on muscle or trying to even just bulk up so that you don't feel so underweight, um, trying to get a lot of calories from healthier foods uh, with a big, large emphasis on protein in your diet, right? So you should eat protein Almost in every meal, that being said, you should be eating roughly five to six meals a day. So every three to four hours, you're finding either a snack or a bigger entree meal to kind of sprinkle throughout your day. So your body's constantly burning that fuel and you're not taking away from your storage, aka muscles or or tissue, anything like that. So having a protein shake before going to workout, also before going to bed, before you start your recovery process when you sleep, being mindful that protein is heavy. So, right, trying to make the right kind of protein shake or the right blend for you. Maybe that's just you having some Greek yogurt instead. That's another alternative. It doesn't always have to be a shake. So making sure that you can find something that works for you to sprinkle protein in at least each meal. I would say, you know, if you can get more than 10 grams and a snack, that's awesome. But you definitely want to emphasize and focus on all of that protein. Combining that with hypertrophy, otherwise known as that strength training, that very um, traditional functional training that we think about when we, you know, lifting heavy weight at the gym, you're going to take that consistency to town. Like you, you've got to lift weights. You got to, don't be afraid of lifting heavy. Don't be afraid of progression, right? Do it safely, but trying to get stronger, that's going to actually help promote muscle growth. Your muscle mass and volume with strength don't always coincide. So being able to uptake that calorie intake with all that protein is going to help your muscle mass get there to help with your strength, right? So finding different styles of strength training and more steady state cardio as opposed to doing sprints or shuttle runs, right? Those things jump up the heart rate, rev the metabolism, and yours is already fast. You're already on the fast track. Trying to do steady state will be a great way to kind of keep you lean while you're having all this extra caloric intake without making you actually lose weight and actually get in a decrease again, right? So thinking about longer walks, um, stair masters are going to be your best friend, 
those kinds of steady state. My personal favorite, walk your dog forever in a day, especially if you've got a border collie like me who will take you for miles. Take her up on that. Go walk your dog for a really long time and just make sure you're maintaining that active recovery kind of heart rate when you're doing your cardio. So if you're struggling, right, my last little tip, if you're doing all those things that I said and you're like, I still don't understand why I'm losing weight and I can't maintain muscle. That's my thing. I'm I'm an ectomorph and I had a nutritionist kind of spell it out for me where you know, if you're thinking of imagine a big swimming pool and you think of like that one little side that's cut out that kind of levels out the pool from to stop it from overflowing. That's your metabolism. It's constantly there. So as soon as you put yourself in that like intake and into that increase, it'll constantly be trying to filter it back out. So you have to make sure that you it's consistently in that surplus in order for you to actually grow volume. So losing muscle mass, I totally get it. It's a struggle. Try to also up your fat to good fat and we can dive into that a different day good fat that's really nutritious for you again finding the proper way to do a calorie de- increase as opposed to just you know stacking up on hamburgers you want to do it the right way so being able to find those moments where you can increase at least 30% of your overall calories so your macros if you did that split and normally you're fats are around 20%. Maybe you can bump it up 10% and you're like, oh, okay, I can have, you know, an extra avocado or something and make it your own. Always. I'm always going to tell you that. Make it your own. But that'll help also maintaining some of that protein and some of that actual mass to keep some meat on your bones. So moving on, our buddies, the endomorphs. So endomorphs, completely opposite, right? So your metabolism just works a little differently. Avoid crash dieting. Avoid things like uh, fasting for just short periods of time to get into ketosis. And I mean, keto is awesome, but be smart about what you're doing. I'm not saying that any specific type of diet, whether it's, you know, paleo, keto, intermediate fasting, whatever you do, do your thing. But make sure that it's the right type for you and you're not doing like three days of this, two of that, and then regular because I'm on the weekend and my weekend calories don't count, right? So making sure that you can actually sustain the diet and the lifestyle choices that you're making so that your body's not in a constant fluctuation. Also, your body will naturally as an endomorph, cling on to fat. So the opposite is true for you from the ectomorphs. So ectomorphs need to add some fat. You can afford to pull back on some fats in your diet. So try to eat frequent but smaller meals, but you'll also be eating a little bit more frequency. I would say about five times a day, four to five times a day. So you can eat those high fiber foods to help you accumulate that protein also so that you're your weight can turn into muscle definition and build that strong muscle fibers that you need. And again, don't be shy to cut back on some fat. However, don't eliminate all your fat. 
this fat-free, you don't need it kind of lifestyle, everyone needs a little bit of fat into their body. And without it, we can't produce a lot of our hormones and a lot of things, uh, bodily functions. So make sure that just because everything that you own in your kitchen cabinet says fat-free doesn't mean it's the best thing for you, right? So don't go crazy binging or anything like that. Um, But you do need to be in a negative calorie balance, which means you need to be outputting more than you're inputting. So again, thinking about portion controlling those five small meals, that's a great place to start and start again adjusting. Maybe you switch out this fat for so if you had like a handful of almonds or something maybe that turns into you know again my greek yogurt i love my go-to greek yogurt so try to switch the stuff out so that your your macros start to um balance out that favor you more being an endomorph you also want to think about your cardiovascular fitness going up so you want to think about getting that heart rate to jump and have some active recovery in the process. So thinking about HIT training or circuit training where you have those stations almost kind of set up for yourself or you'll run through a certain list of, of movements before you give yourself a break and then you start at the top again, right? There's so many different ways to do that. Um, being able to be smart about it will definitely help you in the long run. Um and there's tons of workouts at the YesFit app as far as HIT style workouts. And there's tons more coming your way. So if, if you need some guidance there, please, please, please come see me. Come see Coach Chris. Jump on the app and check out our awesome fitness content so that you can kind of learn that style and get a little bit more familiar with that. But you want to think about those short burst of high intensity, really revving the engine, getting your heart rate up, that's going to be where it's at because HIT will increase your overall metabolic rate and that's where you want to be. That's that sweet spot because after you're done working out, your body's still recovering, but you're still burning calories. So I, I always tell my clients it's like a BOGO, right? So you worked out and you burned calories, but now you're getting the extra calorie burn for free. You're like in your car, on your way back to work, doing your thing, and your body's still working for you. So it's super easy to kind of get there and and then get reap the benefits, right? So strength training is also important for endomorphs. You want to think about letting your mass, again, be muscle mass, not just a, a surplus of fat. So being able to have a more defined body, being able to do cardio, incorporating cardio into your HIIT training. So doing things like shuttle runs or suicide runs, those are going to be more beneficial to someone like you than an ectomorph, right? So being able to have that quicker metabolic rate and that quicker rest time will allow you to have an overall better cardiovascular endurance too, which will allow you to start building more strength. It all kind of circles back to one another so that it's a constant cycle feeding into itself. So always think about trying to manage the calories, put the right protein in, Take some fat away and find that HIT training or find that high intensity program that makes sense for you. An average exercise, like pro tip, if you're like, I've been doing all those things, I still don't understand. Try to think about at least 30 minutes of active paced aerobic stuff. 
four to five times a week. So four to five times a week doesn't mean I do two on this day, none for these days, and then two on that. That means you space it out for four separate days so your body has a chance to recover. And you take those 30 minutes, maybe it's an active stretch and a cool down, and then a 20-minute workout with Coach Cece. And we hang out, and I get you that workout. You get your heart rate going, and then the next day, rinse, lather, repeat. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's allowing yourself to build a habit, being able to also incorporate steady-state cardio in those 30 minutes as well. So maybe 10 minutes of it. Before your workout, before strength training, you can do something like jogging, dancing in the living room. I know you staying at home, you want to turn up the music, have a little dance party. Nobody's watching. Do your thing. You know what I'm saying? You can also do any kind of other activity. If you've got a spin bike or you're bicycling, rowing's another one. You can really rev the engine, allow your heart rate to just get up and just feel good and get the blood rushing and then really hone in onto your workout. And then your body is more focused and you, therefore, are more focused. Moving on to our last category, the otherwise known as a genetically blessed, <laughs> the, the mesomorphs who are somewhere in between, right? They've, they have that slim fit look. They don't hold on to a lot of body fat. They also can build muscle, but, you know, it's kind of that middle area. This is that dangerous waters kind of category in in my personal opinion because not that these people are lazy, but a lot of people think that because they are this category, they can be lazy, right? Which means we don't have to go to the gym and we don't have to follow a very strict regimen. And if I want to splurge three days out of the week, that's a-okay because my body can handle it. And while that's still true for your body's endurance, you still want to think about your actual metabolic rate and as you get older, what that's going to look like and what that's going to do for you. So you know, thinking about things like heart disease in the future, right? If we're eating hamburgers because my body can hold on to it for forever and then all of a sudden we've got clogged arteries and we have links to diabetes, and you know, these problems don't go away. These health risks don't go away just because your body can burn through those calories in a different way. What you're putting in still matters. What you're feeding as fuel to your body still counts. So making sure that you can balance out your body so your macros will look very different instead of, you know, upping and lowering, you're probably going to have that really perfect kind of triangle where you want to make sure that you're hitting the right amount of protein, a little bit of fats, also keeping that into your body as well, right? So because as always, just like with endomorphs and anyone else, you want fat in your body. Yes, I'll say it again. You need to have fat in your body. I know. Society may not say so. I'm telling you, you need some, at least a little bit. So it's okay to have those, especially for those snacks, because your body's already burning, you're already processing, and you're in your active parts of the day. Having it right at night, maybe not the best idea, but having it as you're like, you know, three o'clock lull heading into four o'clock and you're like, wow, one more hour of work. I've got this. Maybe that's when you get that pick me up of brain food and you put some fats in there too. And it just is good for you. Right. So um, that's finding that balance for for that. And then mesomorphs. Right. So 
talking about exercise and how to target train, right? You want to think about more sports-like activities, more goal-oriented activities, things like combination training and and a more hybrid-style workout is going to be like the jam for your body. So whether, you know, a game of football is a, a great just example You've got quick sprints while other, you know, you've got heavy hits. So you've got to, you know, withstand that resistance, that stress that's put onto your body, things like that. Being able to gain lean, strong muscle while still being slim and protecting your your skeletal system. So being able to kind of protect your body while still being lean out and super toned and awesome and your best self, right? So thinking about sports, thinking about activities, thinking about agility, that's another one, doing actual tasks, little like cone drills, things like that. Increasing mass as far as gaining weight for muscle, just like with any other category, you're going to want to be in a calorie surplus a little bit depending on where you're at on the scale, right? And then you're going to want that to be a higher protein intake. Can't stress it enough. Protein's going to be that muscle food for you. So being able to do that with a little bit of strength training because you will need to lift weights despite being able to just look good naturally. You still need to pick some weights up, find that resistance, find that stamina to start getting stronger and and then get that hypotrophy again. So getting your heart rate up to a certain level and, and finding that maximum burn to where you can start burning calories. Um, aside from that, just a quick recap. Um, mesomorphs are also, you know, that muscular, well-built, high metabolism. They respond really well with muscle cells. They only have to work out two, three times a week or an effective workout. If you want to start building, you can always up your game, but just know you'll also have to up your intake in food, right? Going back up to endomorphs, they have that high body fat, often very known as that pear shape or that curvy figure, right? So having a tendency to store more body fat, so they'll need to cut back on body f- on eating, consuming fat, eating smaller meals, about five meals or so each day, and then con- considering that to be a little bit more protein heavy and finding that hit training or that high intensity program that works for them to kind of help get them into that higher metabolic rate so that they can keep burning calories even when the work is done, right? And then our ectomorphs, our long and lean friends, they struggle with building muscle. It's hard. I feel your pain. Listen, pro tip, find that steady state cardio, have about six meals a day, and you want some protein in each and every one of those meals. And also when you're working out, think about strength training. Think about focusing on form. Think about getting those reps. Think about building that muscle strength and the mass, the muscle mass will eventually catch up to you. So those are the three main ones. Again, if all of that information didn't kind of funnel out which one you fit in, you can always go online. There's dozens of different quizzes to kind of help you decipher more or less. And like I said, 
Uh, we are out here for you. So you can always hit us up at YesFitChallenges on Instagram. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, you can also hit me up personally, CC underscore fitness 17. You can also hit up Coach Chris. You know where to find him. And we will see you next time. Stay safe and be strong. Oh, 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 o